Jesus, thank you for the best drugs. It's called the Living Waters. Now, I know some forms of Christianity say you must be sober-minded, but it's not talking about being sober on the anointing. It's talking about being sober on Jezebel, the exact thing you got into to turn you bitter. So, you need to be drunk with love. Song of Songs 5.1 You need to come to the waters of life and drink. You know, when you have resurrection life surging out of you, like Jesus Christ prescribed, come to me and drink all you are thirsty in the last and greatest day of the feast, and out of your belly will flow rivers of living water, but of this he spoke of the Holy Ghost. He's speaking of Eden's living waters that are crystal clear and sparkling. Imagine having that through your veins and arteries all the time. A water that's alive, that has no death in it, which means you can't age. So high, you can't age. See, I got a lot of drinking to do too. But you do too. You need to learn how to drink the upper waters and the lower waters. That's what Adam and Eve lived out of from eternity. Time started at the fall. They lived in eternity because they were in the living waters 100%. Overcoming death and overcoming time and overcoming Satan and his angels, which is just basically religion. It's a lot of rebellion too, but it's mostly pride of self-righteousness and idolatry of self. That's the curse of the fall. Is just, can I get over my own soul and get into the living? I mean, of course, it's as easy as having a sip. This is not complicated stuff. From day one to being, you know, in the most advanced prophetics of all time and the wisdom of Solomon and the revelation of Enoch and the humility of Moses. All it takes is you constantly drinking and never stop drinking. But you have to be reminded because the temptations of the enemy are to dry up your mind and to forget about the drink. I have to daily remind even apostles to drink. We're talking about people totally consecrated, no secret sin, walking in perfect love, and they still get tempted to forget about drinking and get distracted. That's how deceptive Jezebel and pride, Leviathan, and Abad and death, all of it is. The seven principalities prey on turning your soul dry so you start looking into the natural realm and start getting bewitched and deceived, start running after mirages, start running after pyramids, and all of a sudden the pyramid looks like Mount Zion. We found gold, we found the kingdom, and they're serving in sandcastles. You've seen that a hundred million times. The only way you don't get bewitched by mirages and end up in the desert sand of Egypt like a slave to, to Satan is if you stay drinking. In order to drink, you got to stay humble. you got to stay thirsty. you got to learn how to drink. The revelation of the new covenant is that it's one thing only. It's a drink. The wisdom is a drink. Why is it all about drinking? Because it's on earth as it is in heaven. Everything in heaven is liquid. The pearls are liquid. The throne is liquid. The Father himself is a liquid. Faith is a substance. Faith is liquid. The God of faith. The God of peace. All of it is liquid and it can be drunk. The reason why there's no death in the third heaven, in the Garden of Eden, and in Mount Zion, and all the Father's house is because it's all in the living water. It's all completely saturated. 
We are to take all of that living water, all that saturation, and to bring it through our hearts, through the garden of our hearts, through the third heaven in our hearts, and manifest it through our renewed minds. Open up your ancient gates so that the king of the living waters, the glory, can come out. Psalms 24, not come in, come out. It's not old covenant. Old covenant's come in. New covenant is come out. And the living waters come out and we saturate the heavens and we saturate the earth. Revelation it actually is like keys. Enoch's revelation are keys to go into new realms in order to plant Eden. To plant the living waters. To plant the seeds of heaven. To plant everything God is as a being into this world to make it alive. And especially in dead, cold space. And especially in the terrestrial plane, there's two realms that are extremely dry. The realms of the heart and the realms of the mind. You could say everyone's born in the dry place. Everyone's born in dry blood. Everyone's born in a dry soul. And then you must be born again of the Spirit, Jesus Christ, John chapter 3, and what? And the waters. You have to be born again of the Spirit and the waters. And the Spirit is the Spirit of truth that leads you and guides you into all the waters. Having started with a trickle, it turns into a river, and the river turns into a whole water temple. And in the water temple, then you go right through the Eden Gate, but it's the purification of the full sanctification of the living waters. It started with the sip, it ended with the total drenching and baptism and pickling of the living waters in all your heart, soul, mind, and flesh, bones, and blood, and your very DNA healed. The overcoming of death if you kept drinking. And we will. We'll keep drinking. Because there's nothing else to the new covenant. I mean, really, that's the most important thing. Stay drinking, and then revelation is added unto your drinking so that you can explore new realms going from glory to glory. It's not always vertical and, and up and down. It's oftentimes horizontal. Some of these realms are just moving over to the left, moving over to the right, moving forward, even moving backward. Going from glory to glory is not always up. It's sometimes down. I had to sink down in perfect humility of Moses in order to find the lower pool. The lower pool is down below. The lower pool is from where Jesus Christ was in Tartarus, the lowest pit in hell, all the way up to his tomb. That space was filled with resurrection power. He defeated death at the cross. His resurrection filled the lower pool. It's been filled. The issue is, is we've been too immature in the spirit to go into these realms and take back the realms that Adam and Eve once lorded over. That's the restoration of all things. Having the perfect humility of Moses, the perfect revelation of Enoch, and the perfect power of Elijah in order to enter these rooms. Elijah moved by transportation, teleportation, chariots of fire, mountain to mountain. You will move in the spirit that way, even if your body stays stationary. You can completely pastor the entire universe and never leave your house. Because God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit lives inside your body, the temple of the Holy Spirit that's almighty. If you are that intimate in understanding the Godhead in you, you can manifest the fullness of Mount Zion through every room in this universe and never leave your house. Amen. That's where we're going. Total omnipotence, omniscience, and omnipresence. Why? Because in this world we are Jesus. And Colossians 2.10 says, you have, you have been made full of the Godhead, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and have reached full spiritual stature. Now you are the sons of God. Now you are gods, operating in 
Godship, Godcraft, who you were created to be in the beginning, the original blueprint for your spirit, had there never been a curse of the fall. As you awaken with the power of Elijah, as you awaken with the humility of Moses, as you awaken with the revelation of Enoch, it will unlock your spirit to renew your mind to come out of the curse of the dry place of being stuck in the natural dimension with mere human powers. Animal powers is what they are. It's called the chief of the beasts of all the field, or the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast is being limited to your human nature. The first mention of beast in the Bible is Satan as the chief of the beasts of all the field, meaning the chief of the natural man and natural ability. You will never get an inheritance from God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ holding on to natural ability, the natural man. It was given to Satan in the garden in the fall. Anyone that clings and retains to their natural man is the sons and daughters of Satan. Anyone who sacrifices the natural man's ability for the spiritual divine ability begins to be partakers of his divine nature and becomes the sons and daughters of the Spirit of God. Because God Himself, the Father of your spirit, is a spirit. Amen. Or you could say is an angel. Hallelujah. Woo! Pretty basic revelation, but you'd be surprised how many people don't know God's an angel. Oh, they know Satan's an angel. They believe in Him with all their heart. They're, they're afraid. Microchips, guillotine, paranoia. But perfect love has no fear, and perfect love casts out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment because you're still stuck in the flesh under the, the beast master, Satan. When you come out of the flesh and are circumcised from the flesh to live in the power of the Spirit, it's the spirit of adoption by which we cry, Abba, Father, there is no more punishment because you are actually using the cross to remove your beast nature. The beast nature is the lie. The beast nature is the religious deception. The beast nature is having your mind connected to your flesh instead of your mind connected to your spirit. Repentance is returning with all of your mind to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit in your rich treasury of glory. Ephesians 3.19 God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit live inside your belly as a rich treasury of glory. Amen. The issue is we don't know who we are because we haven't repented our minds from the natural man's ability, especially witchcraft. Christians practice witchcraft in nearly every church in the world. In nearly every charismatic church, you'll find extremely powerful witches. And I'm not talking about coming around with dark magic, with you know wearing cannibal corpse t-shirts and covered in blood and black eyeliner. I'm talking about looking like perfect Christians. These people look like perfect Christians. Satan himself appears as an angel of light, meaning he appears as a perfect charismatic Christian. Jesus Christ said about the devil, he can do signs, miracles, and wonders, but depart from me, you worker of iniquity, I don't know you. The children of Satan are those that are charismatic without intimacy and submission to the throne. Big time. You find witchcraft everywhere. There is rebellion towards the sacrifice of casting your crown at his feet. If you cannot lay at the feet of Jesus and smash your soul, cast your crown, it means returning all of your soul to the, to the feet of Jesus and the walk of Jesus, whatever Jesus Christ of Nazareth wants to do, the King of glory, the one enthroned 
upon the living waters. If, if you can't give your soul to him, you're not serving him at all. You're actually serving the devil in types and shadows of Christianity. You could actually steal all of the gifts. You could use all of the gifts to build your own little system. That's what the majority of Christian leaders have done for the last 2,000 years. The majority. Not the minority. Most Christians, because of the human nature of selfishness and greed and idolatry, have taken what God's given them and built their own little empires. But we are building the third temple. And it's a water temple of the Eden Gate of the four rivers of life that flow out of our hearts. This is the last temple, the water temple of the twelve apostles of the last days, I tell you the truth. And everyone in the temple that doesn't know how to drink will be expelled from the temple. Expelled. And that's, that's a mercy and that's perfect love because unless you learn how to drink, you're doing yourself a disservice with all of the pride in your head thinking you're something when you're nothing. The only thing that's something is the living waters. Nobody is anything apart from the living waters. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Staying attached to the vine and bearing fruit is all that matters. Amen? So we stay attached to the vine and we stay drinking of the vineyards of Eden, cultivating fruit and fruit that lasts. More and more living waters every day, constantly reminded, I need the lower pool. I need the upper pool. I need the Eden gate. I need the four rivers. I need the water temple. I need the third day temple. The third day temple of the living waters. I need the principality of water through this universe sanctifying the stars and sanctifying the sands and removing the curse of the fall from all humanity in the day of the Lord. Amen. God is going to use you and I to remove all the dust of the earth off these people by the washing of the water of the Word. You will become proficient in revelation and understanding and the release of the waters of life. It will sanctify every heart. It will sanctify every mind. It will wash the nation's feet. I don't care how much they've cursed you. I don't care how much they've stolen from you, promoting all their ministries, stealing all your donors, lying about you, manipulating everyone. Don't matter. You need to, you need to bless them and wash their feet no matter how evil they've been. Look at Judas Iscariot. Jesus loved him equal to the other disciples, and he's robbing him. He's coming into covenant with Satan. He's kissing him on the cheek with false intimacy. He's selfish. He's stealing. He's, and then he, you know, then he betrays him. And then he kills himself. But Jesus loved him exactly the same as the other eleven. I'm not saying love your, your, your enemies until they kill themselves. I'm saying love your enemies and maybe they can have a drink and stop killing themselves. Because they've been killing themselves. And we've already seen hundreds die. We don't want anyone to die. God so loved the world that he wished that no one should perish, that all should have eternal life by drinking the living waters. But the main enemy of the living waters is self-righteousness. I don't need to drink. What do I need the waters for? You'll find people are hostile to the living waters because the living waters say you can't do anything in yourself. The, the living waters are the enemy of pride, the enemy of the red dragon. The more you get into the living waters, the more the self-righteous will manifest on you. They'll say every insult against you because you show that humanity is evil and selfish to the bone to the bone, to the dry bone. And if they're hostile towards the living waters, the best thing you could do is let them go back into Egypt and Sodom. Amen. Because you have to reveal their sins to them in order for them to require out of necessity the salvation of the living waters. If they don't understand the value of the living waters, they can never understand the cross of Christ crucified. 
He died to release waters into this dry place of the curse of the fall. He died on the cross to heal the heavens of dead, cold, dry space. We've been up there in the observatory in the throne of David over the 12 constellations of the 12 stars of Revelation 12 and Daniel 12, shining as the stars of the heavens forever as, as it is written in the, the throne of Israel and the, operating out of the king of Israel's throne. And it is a dry place because Satan has had this throne for so long. You need so much living water to operate out of the heavens and the earth. You need so much. I mean, you have no idea how much you need to drink to operate out of these realms because Satan has turned this universe into a dry place. And our job as the Melchizedek priesthood, as the sons and daughters of the new covenant, is to drench it and drown it on earth as it is in heaven until every molecule, every cell, every bone, all blood, all DNA of the heavens and the earth is completely saturated with the original design and blueprint of God the Father's living waters. We need to drink way more. Amen. And anyone that refuses a drink, let them go back to Sodom and Egypt. This is a get-to, not a have-to. If they don't value the living waters, they do not value the true, real Jesus. Because you are drinking the Lamb on the throne every time you have a sip. Your first drink of the Holy Spirit is your first experience with God the Father and Lord Jesus Christ. Anyone that doesn't drink is not a real Christian period, is not a real Christian. There is no Christianity and there's never been apart from the living waters. And Christ is formed in you to the measure you've drunk and been saturated, to the measure you're baptized living underwater until there's no sand and there's no air, there's no bubbles in the brain. You can breathe the water right through your ears, through your mouth, through your nose, through your heart, through your legs, through all your touch gates, and you're completely and totally soaked and saturated underwater on earth as it is in heaven. That's the overcoming of death. Amen. Death is having air or sand in your heart and mind. The upper pool of the heavens deals with the mind. These waters are exclusively for the soul realm and the brain. The brain turned to madness when Adam and Eve left the glory. You have no idea. When Adam and Eve came out of the glory cloud, they gave the fallen angels the heavens. And it's been a freaking nightmare ever since. Every atrocity, every war, I mean, every negative thing that's ever happened in the world is because the first man and woman gave over their power of their realms of this universe to serpents. These serpents operate in the prince of the power of the air. They operate in the dry air. That's how they get people all confused in their mind because their mind becomes dry and these things, these demonic entities, there's 200 million of them according to Revelation chapter 9 that tempt you night and day in the dry places of your heart and mind for wrongdoing, to do the wrong thing, to be jealous of one another, to hate your brother, to murder your brother, to compare to your brother, to be at strife against your brother. All of the sin that's in the world is here because of this reptilian race called Satan and his angels, the serpent in the garden. And they were under our feet in the garden in the beginning. Now they're going to be under our feet as we plant the garden into the heavens and the earth and remove the dry places in the constellations, in the zodiac which controls time, and remove time through all souls. Time is death. That's why it's called the end times and the last days because where we're going, we're going to live out of the eighth day. We're going to live out of eternity. 
walking in the power of the age to come, is living above the 12 constellations in the throne of David, in the 12 stars of the 12 constellations of the 12 tribes of Israel, living in the promised land of the upper pool of the living waters, washing the heavens, washing the stars of God, and reigning above time, and washing time out of all flesh. The masters of time are manifesting. They're the manifesting sons of God living out of the eighth day, living out of the power of the age to come, living out of eternity and washing away everything that's temporal. Everything that's temporal is a lie because everything you do must have eternal rewards, storing up your riches in heaven where moth cannot eat and rust cannot die or whatever. Amen. Truth anyhow. (laughs) And have a drink and don't get too serious about it because this living water will make you more childlike than you could ever believe. People get all stressed out when they hear advanced revelation, advanced prophetics. This is for children. This is for 12-year-olds. It is. A 12-year-old can get a hold of this message and have understanding of these realms and begin operating it perfectly. Do not complicate it. This is simple stuff. It's just perfect childlike virgin purity to be able to operate in it. God will give you all kinds of strong meat, all kind, but it's fun. Everything in the glory is fun. Everything in the living waters is enjoyable. Entering the joy prepared for you is entering your divine ability by the sacrifice of the mixture of the human, the human nature, the sinful nature. You have to give up your natural man to operate out of your spiritual man, and then you stay further and further separated from your natural man. So you're only developing your divine abilities. Don't go back, turn into a pillar of salt, get bitter, having begun in the spirit, trying to finish in the flesh. The flesh has been circumcised from your spirit. Now you stay growing in the spirit and the grave clothes get further and further away. It's true because your mind gets more and more attached to the Godhead inside your spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And His ability becomes your ability by your sacrifice of your soul. Bringing the animal sacrifice, which is dying daily. And how do you bring the animal sacrifice? Because it says in the Bible that they will restore the temple and restore the animal sacrifice. It's talking not about bringing sheep and goats and lambs. It's talking about bringing the mark of the beast, which is the carnal mind of Romans 8 that wars against the spirit, bringing it to the temple of the waters of God and letting the the fire water, the blue fire water and the white fire water and the red fire water of the temple burn up the animal sacrifice of the soul so that there's no separation, no dry place in the soul. Because every morning I wake up, I have to go right away and just take my animal, take my soul, and burn it in the temple, which is really glorify it. Burn it with the holy fire. It doesn't feel bad. It's perfect ecstasy. It actually removes everything that feels bad. So I only feel good all day, every day, in perfect ecstasy for years and years and years. So you just remove everything that would distract you. You remove everything that would offend you, which is the dry place of the demons. The, the foul birds that fly through the prince of the power of the air, through the dry air. And they produce dry air by sucking people's souls. Big time. They'll land right on your head. They'll keep your head full of lies. And that's how the birds of the air will control people's souls because they're dry places. And many people's hearts have come into the prince of the power of the air and allowed the prince of the power of the air to control their minds so that they're all set up like slaves in a pyramid system in Babylon the Great. 
nearly none of them are operating out of their eternal destiny. In fact, almost every person on planet Earth right now is a slave to Satan operating in a matrix system in an absolute opposite destiny scroll of what God designed them to be. The living waters will renew their minds by the upper pool released upon their souls and they'll move, the living waters will move them into their destinies. It will awaken them and will move them into their eternal positions in the 12 tribes of Israel. Everyone's created to be an Israelite. It's not just for Jews. The New Covenant says anyone that believes in Jesus is a Jew. It says that many times in the New Testament. It's talking about everyone that's in the Spirit. Everyone's a member of Holy Israel. Galatians 6 to the Israel of God. Galatians are Greeks. It has nothing to do with the flesh. Flesh counts for nothing. John chapter 6, it is written. It's everything to do with the divine Spirit working through your spirit and removing the curse of the fall off your spirit. So you can be a member of Holy Israel a member of the heavenly class of beings that created the heavens and the earth with a whisper so that you can have your, your God divine throne in the heavens. Amen. There's a throne with your name on it and all it costs you is giving up your earthly sinful nature by drinking the living waters. Drinking your, the living waters every day is how you get your inheritance. And all the confusion comes off you but you're tempted every step of the way. And most people get so distracted, they do the wrong thing all the time. If you can get focused on the cup of the, of the new covenant, like it says in, in the Bible, Solomon had gold cups that were made of solid gold. I give to every single one of you a gold cup of the wisdom of Solomon so that you can stay focused on drinking the living waters. That's the only way you'll ever fulfill your destiny. There's no other way. These living waters are the beginning and the end of your faith they will author and perfect you from the inside out, and they will keep you focused. It will remove the confusion. It will remove the temptations. Satan cannot do anything to someone set on the gold cup of Solomon's living waters. Can't do anything. Once you know this is the cup of the new covenant, and this is the most important thing, you are on autopilot. But most people forget about drinking. Most people have a sip and put it aside and try to get smart in their brain. They get puffed up in pride. They listen to the revelation and they don't keep drinking the main thing. Next thing you know, I mean, they're just like Satan. They're accusers. They're, they think they know everything. They're using their information to be better than others, comparing themselves to others. And they become just like demons. That's because they didn't keep the cup as the most important thing in their life. The cup is keeping your soul inside the realm of his glory, inside the kingdom, inside the water temple. So it's more important than anything else. The living water is more important than Revelation. The living water is more important than the Bible. Oh yeah, it is. They didn't have a Bible to the 16th century. There's no Bibles. They just have learn how to drink. They just get into the Holy Spirit and revelate and maybe someone have a scroll. Hey, Apostle Paul wrote something. Well, maybe we can read it. And, you know, most churches didn't even have scrolls. It's just like drinking and being in the Spirit. It's only been the last 500 years we've even had Bibles, and for 300 of those years, only the rich and the kings had Bibles. So it's a really a brand new phenomena that every Christian on the planet can have a Bible. And honestly, it hasn't been that good for people that just turned them into frickin' Pharisees. A dead letter that kills. Unless they get into the living waters, then it becomes a living word. And then it becomes the word made flesh. And then they become temples of the word of God. And then everything that flows out of their heart is rivers of living waters. Rivers of the waters of the Word. And in the water of the Word will be the recreation of all things. And it's true, the more Bible you put into your spirit that's mixed with the waters, the more powerful you are. So I'm definitely not saying don't read your Bible. I've read the Bible over 50,000 hours. 
The Bible is pure sovereignty once it's mixed with the four rivers of Eden. But if it's not mixed with the fullness of the river, it can be used in the most destructive, abusive, satanic way there's ever been. You have no idea. That is the main strategy of Satan is to use the scriptures apart from the living waters. That's how he builds sandcastles. That's the only temptations Satan brought to Jesus Christ was the Bible from the dry place. He quoted the scripture from the throne of Egypt that didn't have the living waters on it. And Jesus said, get stuff, Satan. Your interpret-, you know, he just said, your interpretation of scripture is wrong. I'm going to be in the water. I'm baptized in the water. I got the living water out of my belly's flowing rivers. I'm going to see what the Father is saying out of my belly. And the only words I speak are the words that come out of the living water. And if it's not drenched in water, it ain't from God ever. Not even once. I don't care how much you quote scripture. Every demon in hell has the Bible memorized. Doesn't mean it come from God. It came from Satan. It has to be in the living water. It has to be in the rivers. It has to be in the springs. And it has to give the glory to the water temple. You need to understand there's a temple here. There's only one church on earth. Not 10,000. There's not 100,000 denominations. The scriptures speak of a third temple. And it's not a building made by human hands. It's a water temple of the living waters, of the 12 apostles of the end times, of the 12 stars of the crown of Israel. And this water temple is being formed out of living stones. All of you drinkers are already members in this water temple. You have already been participating in the last temple. It has nothing to do with the natural realm. We're saving the natural realm. We're drenching the natural realm. Listen, there'll be a harvest of Jews. If you think it's all about the temple mount, listen, we'll save the temple mount too. We're not saying anything's bad. We're saying there's enough revelation and living water here to drench everyone and make everything good. The issue is coming out of dry religion into the waters of life and getting your brain completely saturated and pickled, learning how to breathe and drink the living water through your ears until there's a rainbow of the mind of Christ like a ribbon that you can speak out of, of Noah's Ark, the Ark of Glory. Amen. This temple is Noah's Ark. Absolutely. The water temple, the third day temple, is Noah's Ark. And they all come in, as it was in the days of Noah. We're releasing waters from below the lower pool, waters from above the upper pool, through the heavens and the earth. And it's washing everyone's feet, and it's washing everyone's mind, and it's perfect love. It's perfect love. These waters are the waters of love, and they'll be drawn into the ark. They'll be drawn into the workers of water, the priests of the water temple, that know how to minister the waters of Eden. And the greater your water release, the more people will come in and drink. And then they come into the temple and they get washed and they get sanctified. And when they're perfectly sanctified, they go right through the Eden gate. And they'll go right in and out of heaven. This third temple, this water temple, is the gate of God for the full sanctification of the entire universe. And anyone that doesn't drink and get sanctified in it will be sealed out of it. And I tell you the truth, the priests of the water temple are already learning the righteousness to close the door. A day is coming in the years ahead when the door is closed. When everyone that's had an opportunity to drink thousands of times, they'll see the full demonstration of the kingdom, the full demonstration of the apostolic and prophetic, and all the prophets and all the mantles of all times the next several years. And everyone will decide, do I want to live in the glory of the living waters? Or am I going to live in the fading glory of self with Satan and his angels for eternity? And that's what will transpire the next several years. And Rather Ministries is leading this deal. So partner with us as we take over the world together with the Water Temple. RetherMin.com. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.